Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. It may be the nighttime, but the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well... We're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All you Chuck fans, sorry, I'm, I'm doing my best out here at the, the Northern Kia Studios tonight and tomorrow. John Fricky with you uh, last night, tonight, and tomorrow as uh, JC takes a couple of three days off from the, uh, from the nightcast. It was going to be one of those days where, you know, it was pretty slow news day. And it was like, okay... What are you going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about the Braves, and surely we will talk about the Braves as they head now down to Tampa for the final series before the All-Star break. We're going to get into that a little bit later on in the program here between now and 11 o'clock and talk to you at 404-726-0929. And then about 40 minutes ago, everything sort of changed. I mean, (laughs) we're just going to roll along going, okay. (laughs) And all of a sudden, Shams drops a little bomb on us, and the tweet came out from uh, Shams that said, Atlanta Hawks all-star DeJounte Murray and his agent, the CEO of Clutch Sports, Rich Paul, are finalizing a four-year, $120 million veteran max extension with the Atlanta Hawks. Sources tell the uh, Athletic and uh, at Stadium uh, the deal does include a player option probably in that fourth year. So three years, uh, certainly, for DeJounte Murray to be a backcourt made of Trey Young. Now, now there have been talk about Trey Young uh, all over the place here because, you know, he's been, you know, following people on Instagram and, and other things that Trey Young does on social media. And there was a lot of chatter, almost all from Hawks fans, by the way, about, uh, you know, what does Trey know? Because Trey's indicating there's something big going to happen this weekend. Now, that was this weekend. It wasn't today. Did he know that this was going to be part of it today? By the way, is this signing, and I'm just going to throw this out here real quick and I'm going to get back into it in a, in a little bit. Is this a sign of trade? 
I'm just asking, okay? Is it a sign and trade? I I don't know. I mean, we'll take it at face value that that he worked out a deal, but did he work out a deal because he's going to be traded? And there had been a lot of chatter recently about Pascal Siakam and that the deal had fallen through, I think maybe largely in the idea that they wanted DeJounte Murray, but they didn't want DeJounte Murray for one year. And so, I don't know. I, 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 and I don't know, okay? I, I'm just a spitball in here. I will say that while the Hawks were really, really quiet, you know, over the last, you know, I mean, except for dumping John Collins's contract, that while other people were going kind of nutty on the Atlanta Hawks, I've been saying, hold your horses, hold your horses. There's, there's likely something coming, and it's likely a trade. And I still believe that there's a trade coming. Only question is, is this part of it or not? Because if you start thinking about the value of a Pascal Siakam, what would the Raptors want? Well, they would want, especially losing uh, Fred Van Fleet, they would want a DeJounte Murray. They might want an Oyeka Ankagwu. They might want a number one pick. And we have two. We listen to me like I have a mouse in my pocket. Hawks have two number ones next year. So, I mean, they could send DeJounte and Okongwu and a number one or maybe even a little more. Maybe a DeJounte, Okongwu, and, you know, an AJ or something and a number one pick. I mean, Siakam's going to come at a high price. And, and there's been talk about the Clippers being involved there too So with, with Siakam. So I, I don't – and again, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. We'll get more into it as we go out throughout the program here. Uh, the Braves do not play tonight, so there's that b- big p- piece of news. And at the moment, we're just let it sit there because it's so fresh here that um, that DeJounte is just a, a member of the Hawks for the next three years or more if he chooses. The Braves are set for Tampa. Uh, they have won 10 straight series <laughs> last night. I was saying, you know, the loss the night before, I began the show yesterday saying the loss the night before is just going to make them mad. And sure enough, it did. I tweeted it out as soon as that loss happened. I said, you're just going to tee them off. I didn't use that word. And sure enough, they did. And 19 hits, and they blew the uh, Guardians out of the water and won their 10th straight series. They have opened up a two-and-a-half game lead over Tampa for the best record in all of baseball, they're two and a half games ahead of Tampa. Remember how great Tampa was? Now the Braves are two and a half games ahead. And now the Tampa Bay Rays are playing Philadelphia again. Tampa's lost four in a row. They could actually do the Braves a slight favor favor by uh, by winning this game tonight. That, that would help. If they beat the, the Phillies, that'd, that'd be okay by us. Uh, but Tampa's lost four in a row. And the Braves have really opened it up on everybody else. Because the second place team currently in the National League, in all of the National League, is the Miami Marlins, and they're nine and one against the Marlins. But look at these standings for the Braves. This kind of goes to how great they played. After they won their tenth straight series last night, they opened a two and a half game lead over Tampa for the best record in baseball. Right? They're seven and a half ahead of Baltimore, seven and a half ahead of Texas, and eight ahead of Miami. So I mean, they are lapping the field here as we go to the All Star break. And Baltimore and Texas tied for second. Pardon me, tied for third best record in the game. Miami with the Fifth best record, so that's three, four, five best records in the game, Baltimore, Texas, Miami. The Braves have played all three. They're 13-3 and three against those teams. They're 13-3 and three against the teams that currently sit third, fourth, and fifth best in baseball. They're 13-3. and three. 
<laughs> again, it's just, I love this kind of stuff. It's so great just because the Braves have been so wonderful all year long. Uh, coming up at the top of the 8 o'clock hour, Mark Bradley, the veteran of the HAC, uh, originally to talk just solely about the Braves and to kind of put into perspective what we're seeing with the Braves. We'll certainly do that with Mark. That's why I asked him to come and be part of the show. Uh, but also um, – we're going to talk to him, obviously, about this big news surrounding the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, also in the 8 o'clock hour tonight, uh, Jason Longshore about Atlanta United and where they stand in terms of uh, coming off a big win for them and looking ahead to the weekend as well. So uh, those two gentlemen will join us. We'll get into a lot of your calls about the Braves. We'll talk a little bit about the Hawks and you know when we open up the phone lines last couple hours of the show here. Uh, so, But back to the Braves here. It is a three-game set in Tampa. Everybody kind of pointing to this uh, three-game series saying, well, this is a preview of the World Series. It may or may not be. I have a sense it won't be. Uh, Tampa is a good team, but they've got to, they got a fist fight ahead of them. Okay, they do. They have a big fist fight ahead of them. I tell you, the Houston Astros are not done. What if Max Scherzer ends up on the Astros? What if the Rangers get Scherzer? I mean, the Rangers are going to have to do something from a pitching perspective. I mean, they got a lot of bats. They're a really good hitting team. They're a great hitting team. Garcia and Heim and on and on. They just got no pitching. Uh, so um, it, it'll be interesting in the American League. Right now in the National League, mm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you see anybody? I mean, Miami's the second-best team in the National League. Miami. They're, we own those guys. Who else? Arizona? You you're really concerned about them? The Dodgers. Now the Dodgers may make a run at the trade deadline to improve their staff. I'm not worried about the Dodgers. I'm not worried about anybody. Uh, but to Tampa, is this a World Series preview? I guess. And maybe it will be. I mean, the Rays are a good team. they got a really good pitching staff. Now, one of the good things, I guess, in a way, for Atlanta at the moment is they miss Shane McClanahan. McClanahan is their ace. He likely, possibly would have started the All-Star game for the American League. He's on the 15-day DL and will not pitch in this series. And McClanahan's been lights out this year. But you're going to get Charlie Morton against, uh, against uh, Tyler uh, Glasnow in the opener on Friday, and then Spencer Strider against Taj Bradley on Saturday. And then the big pitching matchup will happen Sunday when Bryce Elder takes on Zach Eflin. And Zach Eflin's really good. Zach Eflin's ex- extremely. Matter of fact, Zach Eflin probably start the All-Star game. Uh, they've got good pitching down in Tampa, no question, especially when they have McClanahan and Eflin at the top. And that Elder-Eflin matchup on Sunday will be one you can't miss. 140 start down in Tampa, last game before the break, uh, and uh, we'll see how that kind of all plays out here. But the Braves are, you know, kind of rolling along here. And it's sort of like, <laughs> sort of like anything else. It's like the Twins. The Twins had Joe Ryan come in on some kind of heater as a, as a pitcher, and the Braves just annihilated him. And then Yuri Perez came in with the Marlins, and he had pitched 21 straight scoreless innings, had an ERA of like 1.42 or 3.4. It was ridiculously low. And he had been uh, unhittable by other teams. And people are saying, you, Yuri Perez is going to shut the Braves down. I'm like, what makes you think that? Well, look, he's got 21 straight scoreless innings. Yeah, against two. Not against us. He ain't faced us. Dude didn't last a third. He lasted a third of an inning. Not an inning, not three innings, a third of an inning. Joe Ryan, five home runs allowed. <laughs> Again, I'm just telling you, it's the way this team rolls. So, um, yeah, we, uh, we'll get to uh, Tampa, and, uh, and we'll see the team that has been the best of baseball. ESPN went a big deal today about the new power poll on ESPN. Oh, the Braves rise to number one. Who knew? Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I'm not feeling my oats here. I'm just trying to tell you to go ahead and enjoy the ride. 
I've been saying all year, look, I, I think the Braves, even when they were like the ranked at the fifth in the power pole, I'm going, okay, uh, I'm telling you they're the best team of baseball, and I don't think it's close. Because they are. And it doesn't take a genius to figure this out. If you just look at them, you go, yeah, that's the best team in baseball. Eh, yeah, it's not really close. And now you're going to add potentially a Colby Allard and a uh, Michael Soroka. And in a, about three weeks, Max Fried's going to be back and Kyle Wright may be back. And we'll figure out a four-man from all those seven pitchers there. I don't know that Colby Allard figures into this mix. I think he's just doing us a, a solid right now. But who knows? I mean, who knows? Uh, I mean, if I had to pick a four-man, uh, presuming that uh, Freed and Wright are healthy, then, I, you know, who, who do you leave out then? Do you leave out – Max is certainly in. You're down to Max, Strider, Elder, and, okay, is it Morton because of his experience, or are you going to put Kyle Wright in there? I mean, there's an embarrassment of riches when it comes to that. And I mentioned yesterday that I do think the Braves need to make a move. And if the Padres are going to trade or they're going to take offers for Josh Hader, that's the move you make. Josh Hader, because you have assets that you can trade to the Padres. The Padres need to get young. They spent all this money on all these stars to come in, and, of course, it hasn't worked out there. So in the process here, they've got to get younger, too, and they have to start stockpiling again. And you do have assets. You have young pitching, you know, the Dylan Dodds, even the A.J. smith Shavers, and uh, Vaughn Grissom. You have young players you could trade. And you're going, you can't trade A.J. smith Shaver for Josh Hader. Why not? Well, Josh Hader may only be here the rest of the year. Okay, so, well, you're cutting off your nose. To, no, no, no. I'm trying to win a World Series right now. Okay, I want a parade right now. I'll worry about next year, next year, okay? I need to win a World Series right now. And if I can get Josh Hader and he can come in here and he could be that guy because he could come in here and if anything happens with Iglesias, close. He's, you know, really good. Uh, he's an exceptional closer. So, yeah, if I can get Josh Hader, yes. I would, I would do what it takes to get Josh Hader because I'm trying to lock it down now. The, the Braves are the quintessential must-win-now team. And so if that's the big move that Alex Anthopoulos is going to make here, if the Padres offer him up, then yeah, because I think you have to look into the bullpen. That's the one area you really got to kind of go, okay, I think we maybe okay, maybe we got to go there. Anyway, we got a lot going on here. Um, I know that uh, some of you, like 30 million I, I, I heard today, jumped on this new thing, Threads. I'm on Twitter, as you know. I'm on Facebook, at John Fricky on Twitter and just John Fricky on Facebook. Uh, I am not on Threads. Don't look for me on Threads. Ain't going to go on Threads. Not going to do it. Uh, Day Day, did you by any chance open an account on Threads today? Yeah, I mean, it's tied to Instagram instant automatically anyway, so, I mean, it pretty much just ports everything over for you, so you don't have to do a whole lot of work, even your followers okay. and whatnot. So if you have an Instagram, I would highly recommend you do it anyway, I guess. I Honestly, uh, prior, you know, when I got in with Dukes and Bell, Chris kind of had to, because I saw a notification about it, but, you know, I was running around getting the boys' haircuts and things, and so Chris kind of gave me the scoop as to what it is. So everything I'm telling you, I'm just kind of, you know, repeating what he told me. So, but it is, I did kind of look at it and yeah, it just, it'll automatically import everything over for you. So, you know, you don't have to like start over with your followers and all that kind of stuff. So if you do have a IG, then it would be worth just going ahead and, you know, getting it started. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could let the wife do that. We use the Instagram for our real estate business. Yeah. So. so there you go. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I'm personally, I'm not going on threads. I don't, I, I, I blue sky and 
what, what True Social and all these other you know plat- a thousand million platforms. You know, MySpace probably still is MySpace still out there. By the way, is this still working? If is, it is, I don't know too many people that use I mean, it. <laughs> yeah, I you know I just I don't have, I don't have time to have fifteen. If you've got like six social media platforms, no no offense, unless you're unless you're doing it for your business or or some other reason, if that's like your life, it's like, you know, because really when you get down to it, I don't really ever put much of new content on Facebook. I just, I tweet everything. And if I like something, I'll, I'll just import it. I'll just copy it, paste it and throw the photo on Facebook and say, Hey, look what I just tweeted. <laughs> you know, right. I'm not writing <laughs> new stuff and I'm not going to do that with threads. Hey, I just put this on Twitter. So now it's on threads. It's like, oh, okay, enough. So I don't know. I'm just not going to, it's not going to be part of my my uh, my thing here. Your daily well, daily uh, ritual? No. So don't look for me on threads. I won't be there. Uh, so uh, here we go. Uh, can the Hawks make this work? There are two big questions about this deal today. Can they make it work? All right. And or is this deal to set something else up? Like a big trade. It's interesting to ponder, isn't it? You're always welcome at 404-726-0929. Why don't you ponder that with me? We have a little bit of time before the top of the hour when we get into our conversation with Mark Bradley and then Jason Longshore. So if you want to jump in, let's talk about the Hawks and this deal with DeJounte Murray. What do you think it is? I'd love to hear what you think it is at 404-726-0929 with John Fricke on Sports Radio 90 Time the Game and the Odyssey app. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. From the Northern Kia Studios, John Fricky with you on Sports Radio 92 on the game live, 722 in the evening on a beautiful Thursday night. It was going to be kind of a quiet night. We had a show planned, and then uh, and the news kind of an hour ago kind of blew that out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I want to talk to you. We have uh, time to take a number of your calls between now and the top of the hour. At the top of the hour, it's just kind of fortuitous. That's a big word for all of you in Ackworth, which means lucky. Uh, that uh, Mark Bradley 
the uh, dean of Atlanta sports writers, one of the great sports writers in the history of this city, uh, agreed to uh, come on the uh, program and talk about the uh, kind of historic nature of the Atlanta Braves. And we're also going to talk to him about this breaking news about the Atlanta Hawks and what he thinks. And so I- I'm curious on two fronts from you at 404-726-0929. If it's just what it is, and we'll take it at face value that it's just what it is, a four-year, $120 million deal to keep DeJounte Murray, do you, what kind of faith do you have that this is going to work? Because, you know, Quinn Snyder's going to get his hands on it, and maybe he makes it work. This didn't really work last year, this whole Trey and DeJounte thing. Didn't work like we thought it would work. Now, maybe it will work under Quinn Snyder. Maybe they'll become this elite backcourt. They'll become kind of an Eastern version of Clay and Steph. And I, I, I don't know. You think about the great backcourts, right? Maybe they become a backcourt combo that can lead you to uh, you know, and who knows, an NBA title. Maybe that, because, I mean, if you're going to get it for four years, you're going to lock those two up. You would think that Trey and DeJounte are going to be a combination for a little while, at least three years. So um, it'll be interesting if that's what it is. And it may just, I, I'm not trying to read too much into this. What I'm trying to tell you is we have heard a lot of rumors. I knew, for uh, here's what I knew. I knew that when they traded John Collins for, you know, a bag of donuts and nothing else and dumped his salary, that it wasn't going to be just that. That that could not have been the case. I mean, it just – there's no scenario in which that was it. And since they weren't playing in free agency, cause to the, in their defense, there wasn't really a whole lot to get in free agency. Everybody went back to their own teams for the most part, except for Fred Van Fleet, who happened to leave the Toronto Raptors and left a gaping hole – on the Toronto Raptors, where one Pascal Siakam plays. And there have been reports out there and rumors that talks between the Raptors and the Hawks have slowed or stopped about a Pascal Siakam trade because of what? Well, you you can make an argument, can you not, because of the fact that DeJounte Murray only had one year remaining on his contract. And maybe, just maybe, Toronto said, you know, we really don't want to be trading a guy the quality of a Siakam for a guy that we're only going to have for a year. If you guys can sign him to a long-term deal, okay. Because if the Hawks wanted to make a move, it would be a major move. And it would be something on the order of DeJounte Murray, Onyeka Okongwu, A.J. Griffith, or who knows, maybe Kobe Bluffkin maybe the new guy, and a number one pick. Like three players, DeJounte, Okongwu, someone else, and a first-round pick from next year. That's what it would take to get Pascal Siakam. And if you're Toronto going, well, we just lost Van Fleet. Okay, you know what? Uh, maybe we okay, maybe we can make this work. Uh, so uh, just kind of just spitballing out here, wondering if you think that this is a move to set up another move, or do you think that this is a move where Quinn Snyder has said, hey, listen, I can make this backcourt, I can elevate this backcourt, I can get them playing together, and they could be a dominant backcourt. And actually, let's just present both options and ask you which one you'd rather have. Would you rather have Quinn Snyder working with DeJounte and Trey, or would you like DeJounte to be part of a massive deal to bring in a guy like Siakam? 404-726-0929. We have time to talk about this. This is kind of the fresh news. The Athletic has broken in a four-year, $120 million deal for DeJounte Murray to either remain an Atlanta Hawk or a deal that might set up another move. I, I did, there's just something. 
I don't know. There's something sticking in my craw here, thinking that this is this is not the move was not to get him for four years and 120 million for the vet maximum. Not now. I mean, they could have done this. It didn't have to do it now. I mean, they did, but they didn't have to. They had another year here to see if this was going to even work. You know, you could have waited until the middle of next year and to see if the whole backcourt thing was going to work. Again, it didn't work, right? Not the way we had hoped. It was okay, but that was it. It wasn't elevating anything. It wasn't, oh, my God, these two play together like nobody's business. Look at these guys take – no, there were none of that. It was more like, okay, one guy go in and do your thing, and then, all right, then not the other guy go in and do your thing. It wasn't like they were a combo or anything. It was, you know, kind of like fire and water a little bit. So even with Quinn Snyder, wouldn't it be logical to you to say, well, um, yeah, let's just wait till like, you know, let's get 30 games in or so, and if it's starting to work, you know, we want to keep DeJounte and he's happy, then, okay, we can sign him then. You didn't have to do it now. He signed the veteran maximum, so – I'm trying to figure this one out because everything, all my spidey senses are saying the only reason you would have done it now is that you have something else in the works. Now, by the way, I want to step back for a second and say if if their goal was to just get DeJounte Murray under a long-term deal and Quinn Snyder said, I can put these two in the backcourt and I can make it work, I'm good with that, Okay. That doesn't ha- that does- now it doesn't mean that they haven't addressed uh, that gaping hole that was left by John Collins or that really gotten appreciably better. They haven't done anything that got them any better. Okay, with this deal, they didn't get any better. They, they had Dejounte yesterday. They had Dejounte at six o'clock tonight, and they still have Dejounte. Okay, so they didn't do anything to make themselves better than they were last year. So they're going to have to still make a deal here. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. You would think, right? What they they just dumped the salary to, uh, from from um, John Collins for the for the straight purpose of signing Dejounte Murray, okay. And again, if that's the case, then you know, I'll I'll roll with it. But my spidey senses say no. I could be wrong though. That's why I'm asking you. Let's go to uh, Brian. He joins us on ninety two on the game. Hey Brian, welcome to the show. Hey John. Hey, uh, first off, I I don't think Dejounte would have sent out that cryptic tweet if he didn't think he was getting assurance from the front office that he was going to be with the Hawks long time or long term mm-hmm. when he signed this deal. Right. So that, that, first off, I think that second off, I, they're still missing so much shooting that that is the one thing they are, they are really, really missing. And I think they will make a couple of small moves, maybe to find someone who is a shooter. I don't know if it's even bringing back someone like a De Niro Gallinari, someone like that. Someone that's going to have it's going to have to be on the cheap because obviously our owner has already shown um, just through the media that it looks like he does not want to spend the big money. Uh, I'm happy to have Dejounte. It's a, it's a good deal for both both sides. It gives them a little flexibility, but I don't think this is going to set anything up for a mega move where you're going to move Pascal Siakam, I think it would maybe make the Hawks look look very, very shady if you, if, if, if you think yeah, if, if what I think. I don't think it would make it would not, well, hang on, two things. One, it wouldn't make them look shady at all. If indeed they, they were going to make a move and, and Toronto said, look, uh, we're not going to trade for a guy that's got, you know, is in the final year of his contract. We're not going to do that. So you've got to get him under a long-term deal. Um, yeah, this isn't shady. It's just business. Second part of this, Brian, and by the way, Brian, you may well be right, okay? And, and odds are, at the moment, you are right. 
Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, kind of out loud and spitballing a little bit, since it's kind of fresh news here. I, I want to defend Tony Ressler because I take the man at his word. He says he wants multiple NBA titles here. He will go into the luxury tax. The only problem is, you know, you got to be able to make sure that it's worth it. You don't want to just spend, you know, into the luxury tax for nothing. You want to spend into the luxury tax to make sure that you have a team that can win a title. So if there's nobody really available to spend money on that's going to take you to a title, was there anybody really available this year that, Brian, that you saw that you would have said, yeah, let's spend a whole bunch of money, not in a trade, but in free agency where you would have said, let's spend a ton of money on that guy and, and we'll win? I no, not not, I really see not in free agency. I mean, the way they were going to get better was going to be via trade. And, and I guess they still could potentially do that. But if you do that, then you're going to hamstring yourself in the future. Well, the potential future, if you're going to get rid of a Kongwu, Griffin, Johnson, you know, two of those three kids who would probably be packaged in, in any kind of deal to get any kind of player back, where else? whether it be someone like a Carl Anthony Towns or, you know, you know, a, a, a fat Zion, someone like that. I mean, that, that is something that – because the big thing is you got a, you got a superstar in town who's going to get very impatient real quick, and he sees what's going on out in Portland. And getting DeJounte, that may make him happy for the weekend. He can go on his podcast and he can talk about that deal. But Long-term, you've got to surround Trey with more than just DeJounte and some 22-year-olds with potential. Well, we're on the same page on that. Thank you, Brian. Do appreciate 404-726-0929. Hamad is on with John. Hey, Hamad, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, John? How are you? Good. What do you, what do you make of this deal, Hamad? Yeah, so um, I think you're right in that they don't get um, they don't get any worse, but I think in terms of the future, it's the right move um, just because the NBA is not really turning into like a free agent, uh, I guess, league. It's more of a trade league. So by signing him, they, you know, they keep his money on the books. That just keeps them more flexible for the future in order to make that big move. And honestly, I don't think, I don't think Trey and Pascal is going to like bring a chan- championship here. I think, they would probably barely break like the sixth or fifth seed uh, at best, just because of the players surrounding both of those guys. So I think, um, I think it's the right move just to bring him back. And I think, um, you know, Quinn only came in like not even the second half of the season. So giving them some time to, to gel and mesh and, um, you know, let them do their thing, I think is the right move. And that's the other part of this that, that makes kind of some sense. And again, we're, we're talking through it. It is so fresh that we're talking through this. You can make an argument, Hamad, where I was just talking about, you know, you could have waited until, you know, the, the middle of the season to see if Trey and DeJounte was working, whether or not you were going to give him a long-term deal. Uh, but if you weren't going to give him a long-term deal at the middle of the season and it wasn't working, then that, that's a high-risk thing. This way, if it's not working and at some point you need to move on, you know, you probably can. I, I, again, I just found the timing to be sort of interesting, uh, given the fact that we still hear a lot of rumors about the potential of a big trade uh, being made by the Atlanta Hawks. That's all. I mean, given given that backdrop that you did, you chose to do it at, you know, 620, uh, the word came down at 620 on a Thursday night ahead of the weekend, I just thought was interesting. That's all. More, more than anything else. Right, Ahmad? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, but I think it shows – I guess kind of like the new direction the general management is moving in, like, you know, not really making those moves mid season. It just, 
kind of throws off the continuity of the team. Getting a new coach, um, bringing in, you know, any new players or whatever, obviously it throws off the chemistry of the team. So I just think it leaves them a little bit more open. And, I mean, like, if you think it's an overpay, like, just look at Fred Van Vliet. This man probably got the same amount of money on less years. Um, so I, I don't necessarily think it's an overpay. I think it'll work out in the Hawks' favor just because, you know, if they need to move DeJounte, he's on a really friendly team deal. Um, and it'll be easier to move him around to package some other young pieces for like that star, that, you know, that disgruntled star or whoever. Um, so I, I think it's the right move. Thank you, Hamad. Uh, yeah, you can make it. I'm not opposed to the move. I just wonder why you did it now. I'm trying to figure that one out. Uh, Hamad's right about a couple of things, and so is Brian. It is not a league that is designed for free agency anymore. Uh, that's a lot to do with stuff like bird rights and things of that nature. So it's not really a free agent league anymore. It is a trade league. And uh, also uh, keep in mind about Fred Van Fleet, who earned every penny of it. His deal was $43 million a year. DeJounte's is 30. So, you know, comparatively out there, in, in, the MB, in the world of the NBA, a player of the caliber of DeJounte Murray at $30 million is a pretty good deal for a team. Makes him, makes him tradable, too, because you can match salaries at that. All right, uh, more of your reaction here, 404-726-0929. What do you make of the uh, reports of the four-year deal for $120 million for DeJounte Murray to uh, remain at the moment an Atlanta Hawk and team with uh, Trey Young in the backcourt? Next, as we continue on Sports Radio 92 on the game, live from the Northern Kia Studios. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, Chuck will be back next Monday. I get a chance to fill in for him for a couple of three days, and I walk right into a uh, pretty big, interesting piece of news tonight, don't we? About an hour and 20 minutes ago, 
Uh, Shams uh, tweeting out uh, that the Athletic has uh, learned that the Hawks have come to an agreement on a four-year, $120 million deal with DeJounte Murray to remain an Atlanta Hawk, at least for the moment. And I started wondering, oh, wow, that's interesting timing. 620 on a Thursday night. You know, because all this stuff that's floating around out there about uh, what are, is the Siakam uh, talk still on? See, I refuse to believe something. Lo- Step back for a second. And, and this is why, you know, this audience and especially, you know, largely the people that call my particular shows when I talk to them are so smart. Like Brian and Hamad and Frank's going to be on in just a moment. And you can be, too is we talk, especially when it's breaking news, we talk through things. But I, I guess largely so you understand why I say, is this a deal for the Atlanta Hawks or is it a deal setting up a deal, is that I refuse to believe that this offseason was only about let's uh, unload uh, John Collins and his deal and do a salary dump and uh, and get a bag of donuts in return and uh, let's trade Alphabetic, Kama, Gappa, Omega, whatever the hell his name was for nothing, and then let's sign uh, DeJounte to a new deal. I, I can't believe that is the plan for the offseason of the Atlanta Hawks. I, I, it could be, but if it is, no, that's not a good place to be. At least I don't think it is. What do you think? So I, I, I throw out the possibility, is this a deal that because Quinn Snyder says, hey, uh, I can make something out of those two guys, or is it a deal to set up a big deal? Because, again, if, you're, if you were to get Pascal Siakam, especially with Fred VanVleet gone, what would Toronto ask for? They would ask for DeJounte Murray, but not DeJounte Murray, who's in the last year of his deal. They would want DeJounte Murray kind of locked up. I'm just saying, okay? That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that that's kind of interesting. You know, the whole thing is interesting. Um, They would want, by the way, they would probably want DeJounte. If I'm Toronto, I would ask for DeJounte Murray, Onyeka Okongwu, a young player, maybe an A.J. Griffin or the new kid from Michigan, Kobe Bufkin, that we just got, and one of our number one, because the Hawks have two number one picks next year, and one of the number one picks. So that's what I would ask for. DeJounte, Okongwu, or maybe maybe they like Hunter more. My point is that you'd be DeJounte, another another big name, and uh, and uh, one young star, and a number one pick. And by the way, if the Hawks were serious about Siakam, they would make that trade. Okay? Let's go to, and I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying that if they, okay. <laughs> Frank, come uh, come in here, Frank. Uh, you know, settle everything down here. You think that this is just, uh, hey, listen, we got to Jante for four years and there's nothing else nothing else to see? No, I agree with you. Just the wrong team. I think this package is, um, the package that you said, plus the 20, um, 25 first round pick. It's going to take two first-round picks, but I think they're going out to Damian Litter. I think they're going to Portland. I think they're bringing Dame. Well, what, but what would they? they but what they? What would? They, let me just ask Frank. What would they do with Dame? You have Trey. Yes, but Dame is a clutch shooter. You got to remember what Trey. Trey, he 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 de- definitely gives out assists. He shoots, but he gives out assists. And. Uh, we would have been farther if people would have been knocking down shots. Damian Little would not down those shots. Like we're in win in win now mode. When when we talk when wrestlers talking about not minding paying a luxury tax, that's a player like Damian Little. Can not you imagine Frank? Yaka. Can you imagine Damon Trey Damon Trey in a backcourt? Ooh, wow. Y- yes, it will be nasty. 
we're going all out. Nobody can offer that package, offer a package like the Hawks have. No one, because we are the two first round picks. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's just my yeah. take on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 Frank. You, yeah, I, it's quite a. Hey, listen, Frank if it happens, Frank. Hey, Frank, if that happens, I'm. Okay. I'm sorry. Frank, no, I know. So, so Frank, I'm on. I'm on tonight, seven to eleven. I'm on tomorrow night, seven to eleven. I'm on Saturday and Sunday from ten a.m. to two p.m. Okay, you'll be okay. able to hear me. So, if that trade comes down, I want you to call me. I'm going to move you to the front of the line. I'm going to say it was Frank who called this. All right. Okay. Okay. Sound like a plan, but I, I just have a feeling. Just have a feeling. Yeah. Okay. I really hadn't thought about that possibility. All right, appreciate it, Frank. Uh, he will be. He, that would be that would be different, wouldn't it? Oh wow! Um, you'd block Miami from getting him. What? By the way, what's going on with this? Is Miami having trouble here? I mean, Dame went out on a serious limb here. He went out on a serious limb and got torched in the city of Portland, where he's been for his entire career, saying, "Yeah, I want to trade." Uh, thinking, I think, that they had a trade, and then it's like, okay, nothing's really happened. How do you, I, That's not an easy thing to walk back. When you say you want to, you say, oh, you know what, the fans will forgive him. You know, Im- imagine your star player saying, I want out, I want to trade. Now he's got to walk it back. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, even if he's your star player, you're like, you're kind of cockeyed at him. Let's go to Aaron. Uh, he joins uh, John. Hey, Aaron. Hey, man. Uh, Ricky. I love your shows. I miss, uh, oh, shoot, I forgot his name. Anyway, I think it was funny earlier when you say the gaping hole of John Collins being gone. Do you not think that A.J. or uh, AJ Griffin could fit in that role? Like, could step up? Well, well I mean, I guess, I, you know, when I say gaping hole, I mean, you're losing, a you know, a veteran that, you know, at his best was a 20-10 and 10 guy. Um, you know, borderline all-star. Um, I, do I think, you know, A.J. Griffin or Jalen Johnson could fit that role and turn into a, you know, a, a, a solid contributor where he's, you know, 18 and 10 every night? Maybe. I, I haven't seen that yet. And uh, so, I, I mean, my answer to you on that, Aaron, is I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. But the guy in Toronto that we're talking about, I can't remember his name. It's too complicated for me to know. Um, didn't he come out and say just last week that he didn't want to be traded anywhere? Or yeah, yeah, I know, I know he did. People? I mean, right, he wants to stay in Toronto, yeah. But you know, you you, <laughs> you can say stuff, you know. I mean, that's for public consumption too, and you know, I mean, you, just to quell all the rumors and everything like that, you know. And then if he is traded, he goes, oh well, you know, I said I said I wanted to stay, but you know, you know what I mean. So I mean, there's a lot, look, Aaron, there's a lot of things you could say here, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I just I just know. Think I love John Collins, all this talk, the the Murray contract, I just. I just see it as another standing pat off season for the Hawks. All right. Uh, like, and that's fair enough, Aaron. Yep. No, it's fair enough, Aaron. Uh, you know, standing because I, uh, you know, you can make a case. That, by the way, isn't a standing pat off season. That's a n- net negative off season because we can't possibly know. Now, maybe Quincy. Now, again, there are things that we don't know. Even as learned fans, as people that watch the team and follow the team, know this team, you know, there may be a situation where 
uh, Quinn Snyder, this is one of the reasons I was so high on the, 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 the idea of giving him 20 games where he's sitting around watching in practice and in situations where he's looking and going, you know what, Jalen Johnson's about to be a star. And, and so, you know, it, it's sort of like when, uh, you know, uh, Dansby left and we're all going, we're all in full panic and, and Brian Snickers going, Orlando, she's got this. You know, so, I mean, you know, he's the one who sees him. So he may see something in a guy like Jalen Johnson saying, you know, Jalen Johnson's about to blow up into a seriously good NBA player. You know, better in a lot of ways than John Collins. Now, that may be the case. I don't know. We just haven't seen it yet. So on the surface, and that's all we're talking about here, the, at the moment, the offseason has been net negative. That's just on the surface, though. Uh, let's go to Ron. He's on with John. Hey, Ron. Hello, Ron. Hello. Hello, Ron. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, can. Sorry. If what you're proposing, the Hawks give up to get Pasco Siakam, they would be stripped of too many pieces. The, the team would not be ready to compete. They would not be ready to compete for a championship, let alone a playoff spot. I say let Quinn Snyder develop this team. We made a commitment. He's only been here for 20-something games. Give him a chance to work with the roster he has, make some improvements, but don't give up as much as what you're saying Toronto would probably want to get to him. You, you'd have, you wouldn't have much of a team. You'd have two stars and some role players. Well, you still have Clint Capella and DeAndre Hunter. You still have Sadiq Bey and Bogey Bogdanovich. You still have Jalen Johnson and A.J. Griffin. I mean, you have you to give up some of those, including. No, well, we just, just went over the deal. Enough. I mean, we said, we, we said it, you know, if I'm Toronto, what I would ask for is DeJounte Murray, Onyeka Okongwu, one of the young kids like A.J. or Bufkin, and a number one pick. So, I mean, I beyond, don't think... you know, beyond DeJounte, you're, you're not trading a starter here. I just don't think that you want to make that deal if I'm the Hawks and give up your future. Uh, I, I, I would rather just see them roll with what they have, let them develop under Quinn Snyder, and see what other additions they could possibly make without having to trade as much as what you are, what Toronto and what you're proposing they would want. It's not unreasonable. Okay, that's Toronto would want yeah, that. No. I'm, I, if I'm Atlanta, right. I just don't make that move. Okay, that's fair enough, Ron. I mean, Ron wouldn't make the move, and I'm not saying that there's going to be a move. Um, and so, but Ron's, you know, fairly. If, if you don't know Pascal Siakam, uh, this dude's a star. Okay, he's a 25 point a game star. He he is really good, and like better than anybody not named Trey on our team. Okay, he is a massive upgrade over John Collins. Uh, so the idea of a Pascal Siakam, DeAndre Hunter, you know, Clint Capella front line. Yeah, I mean, yes, you'd lose stuff, but you have to give up stuff to get stuff. There's no question the starting five, a starting five that would include Pascal Siakam and not DeJounte Murray would be a better starting five than the, than one that includes DeJounte Murray and not Pascal Siakam. Okay. So um, that, that that's why I would go ahead and make the move. Uh, would you be trading away some of your future assets in a, in a number one pick? Sure. How much do I really care about that at the moment? Not much. Um, 
look, I, I don't ever envision uh, – I like uh, Double O. I like Okagwu. I don't ever envision him being a starter, ever. Maybe he surprises me, but I just don't see him being a starter. You know, I don't know what to make of a Bufkin or an AJ. They're really young kids. Are they going to be any good? Who knows? And you have no idea what a number one pick is going to do. I, I'm not saying that this is going to happen, by the way. I'm just saying if I were Toronto, that's what I would ask for. And I just thought the whole timing thing. And Ron could be right. You know, as frustrating as it would be that they don't make any other moves, maybe we're just going to give Quinn Snyder a shot and go. But if they do, they better damn win. That's all I got to say. I am going to reach back and go to uh, the front line here and bring into the program one of the most learned people in Atlanta sports. I mean, there are three people that know more about Atlanta sports. There might not be anybody. Mark Bradley of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, what he thinks of this deal. And I'm going to ask him about the historic nature of the Atlanta Braves as he, in all of his 35 years, 40 years, however long he's been doing this, seen a team quite like this. That's next after the top of the hour live from the Northern Kia Studios with John Fricke on Sports Radio 90 Time the Game. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.